Stirring the Pot with Drip Kitchen. We should probably call Rob, huh? We should probably introduce Rob. We should probably introduce Rob. All right, so this is Rob. (laughs) (laughs) He is a photographer. Um, Started off mostly grassroots, right? And then now he's doing FD and clutch kickers and all these other big events. Yeah, it's barely comes home now to do to do our grassroots events. I think when I first started seeing him do photography, um, it was up in Loudoun, like, a while back. Um, and ever since then, he's just been everywhere. Like, he, he just travels with FD, and he does, like, clutch kickers, and what else? He does, like, all of them. Week, everything, yep. U.S. Drift, I think. Like, the kid is like, I don't even know how he makes it to all of them, because I'm tired after one. <laughs> What's up? What's up? Oh, not much. I see everyone's getting in the right mindset. Yeah, basically. We've been getting in the right mindset for like the past 20 minutes. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're going on a couple hours. We went up to Mass and hit up a dispensary today. Nice. This is like your first first weekend break, right? From all your yeah, traveling? since uh, beginning of March. Insane. Yeah, we were literally talking about it too. We're like... Holy shit! This guy goes everywhere. Like before, yeah, I've been a little, little bit of places. <laughs> we were trying to Probably. think of what events you haven't uh, done photography at. Grid life. Oh really? Yeah. That's on the bucket list. Uh, that is in. Uh, seven weeks. Holy shit. Is that the one in Colorado? Yes, it is. You picked a good one. Taylor, we should do that. I'm doing that, and then I'm doing Midwest Fest as well. I forget. I was asking Reese if he was going to that one, because then we could just throw all of our merch. But I didn't think he was going to that grid life anymore. He was supposed to be doing Midwest, not Colorado. Okay, that sounds right, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to Colorado, and then right from Colorado, I go to Seattle for FD. This. Aren't yeah. you tired? <laughs> tired? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I what, slept till five yesterday. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. see, it's the first day your body's been able to just take a break in months. I was gonna go to the track. I was up. I was up at four. And then I fell oh. back asleep and then I was up at seven and we could have gone. Darcy looked at me and she's like, you wanna go? I'm like, eh, fuck that. And rolled right back over and went back to bed. Took a day off. Yeah. My shoulder's jacked. I need a break. <laughs> it's about to get busy again. Wait, when did you jack up your shoulder? Was that a photography accident? <laughs> That's a photography accident at the Gambler. So what else is going on. How are you ladies doing tonight? Um, I'd say two out of three of us is really tired. <laughs> People just drove opposite directions to go home. Nice. Yeah, I drove today, started way too late because by the time I already started driving, it was way too fucking hot. And then it was a miserable ride. Nice. You know, with Sounds all like the. Fun. We should do the Patreon towards Taylor's AC so that she doesn't <laughs> die before the show does. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. She was pouring cold bottles of water over her head to get home. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it was fucking hot. Don't give me that look, Rob. It was terrible. <laughs> it sounds it. I know, no, it was 93 here. Oh, it was like 97, which isn't much of a difference, especially in an oven car. Yeah. I'd say by the God, time I got Florida. to Massachusetts is when it started to, you could feel like the humidity lift. It was really nice when we were driving up to Mass. Granted, it was all back roads, but it was really nice. Definitely a lot cooler. I was in my cool basement painting my car. <laughs> I oh, saw like, primer. Yeah, I got the color on now, too. Nice. Yeah. 
It looks so, really fucking good. You're keeping oh, yeah. that a mystery. Well, Kim, you can bleep it out. Just yeah. Do, just do a long yeah. bleep. No, I, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. I'm painting it pink. Sick. Yeah. Wasn't it purple? No, it was white. Was it white before? Yeah, Manny had done like an epoxy primer on it. Um, yeah, actually, I was just telling them, I think the first time I saw you was up in Loudoun, like a while ago. Oh, Blue North. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was that where it started. I think I met you uh, maybe at like Thompson Speedway for, I think even maybe our Drift Kitchen event. I was at the first Drift Kitchen. I don't know if that was the first time we met. I can't remember. But yeah, Kim, I met you way back at Club Loose North. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Because I remember you were with uh, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it started. I think I'd heard of you. created this. I've heard of you guys from Alexis first. Because I remember Alexis saying that you guys let her stay somewhere with you. I don't know. I was going to sleep in my car at Pocono. Oh, yes. And you and Darcy were like, why don't you... Share our hotel room, and <laughs> I was very thankful for that. Oh yeah, it was cold that night too, wasn't it? The weekend it snowed. It might have been. Eh. <laughs> sorry, guys. I was dying. That was back when I was doing the crazy, crazy stuff. Oh yeah, street driving everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Sleeping in a caged car. It ain't bad. <laughs> hey, I was doing it with you, except I was riding with Wadman at the time. I do remember that. That was a. It was the same, but like that's kind of crazy though. Thinking about like that's when you first started doing like media, and then now it's like you don't stop. You're like everywhere for media now, and on top of that too, like your progression with like where you started to now is like fucking crazy. Yeah, my shit sucked back then. No, it didn't suck. Oh, yeah, it was pretty bad. What made like, you even now, it could be better. What made you want to start, like, doing drift events and stuff? Like, did you just go with a friend one day, or? Oh, so that was Darcy's doing. So Brian had made a post on Facebook saying he needed someone to come to an event with him for mm -hmm. help, as well as do media. And I hadn't shot anything in a couple years so i got rid of all my camera gear so she's like hey go with brian you know maybe you make some money but he, at least you'll get out of the house for a weekend i was like okay so i went with him and then we went every weekend till the end of the season after that so i think we did like 11 events my first year which was like really from august until november what year was that and six years ago uh so 2015 ish okay sounds about right <laughs> yeah so i must and have met you at Publis north right because i can't remember when we met i think it was thompson really block city or pocono because you would always come down to pocono and i was going to pocono with brian okay oh, yeah and then 2016, I did 30 events. So that was Thompson, Club Loose North, Pocono. I don't know. There was an event every weekend, pretty much. It's been that way. That'd be so Still tired. I, I only go to, like, the Drift Kitchen ones, and uh, that's <laughs> if they're close. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I've done a minimum of 30 a year. Oh, my God. It sounds like Alexis. Last year was 36 or 37. Yeah, so, I ain't going for that. <laughs> I think I have 13 or 14 events already this year. Oh my god, dude. This year, this year you're doing more like FD and stuff and less grassroots, right? Yeah, a lot of traveling. Yep. Uh, but like towards... I think July, the traveling will slow down like the end of it until September-ish. And then that'll pick right back up. Because everyone will be ending for the year. Because I know I'll be out in Cali twice 
hopefully for three weeks. Uh, we have St. Louis, Seattle, which is right after Good Life. Midwest Fest, Clutch Kickers is in October and I think August. And then, ooh, I can't remember what else. Oh, Hyperfest. Hyperfest is uh, September. I'm jealous that you're going to the Grid Life Colorado, to be honest with you, because I want to go to Colorado, and I feel like that one would have been better than the Midwest one that I went to a couple years ago. Colorado's getting huge. Uh, Yeah, I want to go to that, because I can smoke, I can see drifting, and it's Colorado. It's gorgeous. I mean, we can all just go together. Alexis and I talked about doing a booth. I would do it. I would. Michigan, like I went to the one in Michigan, and um, yeah, you want to go to Colorado? Yeah. First of all, it rained, and I understand that that had nothing to do with it. But it was also like a lot of people that were not really even into cars. They were going because of like the music artists they had. So you kind of had a weird like Midwest ravers in Mm. the rain, and. It was it was a little weird, and like some people were from like Wisconsin, and of course they were like, "We're from Wisconsin," and for some reason, the end they all thought we sounded like Mark Wahlberg, which was weird. <laughs> oh, Boston accent. I I guess I don't know. I guess we have that. Yeah, Colorado. I'm waiting to find out who the music is. They haven't announced the headliners yet. It is usually pretty fun, because even if it's, like, a really silly one, it's, like, it's still fun. Yeah, I am ho- I applied for media for the music as well. Oh, did you? Yeah. So yeah. I did it for, like, the regular event, and then I did it for, like, the bands as well. I want to try and get in and shoot the bands. I think that'd be fun. Are you going to be driving down there or flying? Flying. <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> Good I'm choice. not driving. No. Don't drive, ever. If you can get in a plane, fucking do it. Don't be like these two psychopaths that want to drive everywhere. I drive everywhere. Hey, I did uh, seven round trips to Florida last year. I did a total of 50,000, just over 50,000 miles last year. No. And that's literally, that's just going on Google and doing from my house to the track. And the track to back to my house once. Nothing else. <laughs> no, I have too much like car anxiety, I think. Because now I just, because my cars in the past have always broken down, I just assume that my time is coming. <laughs> now I oh, just, yeah. Like, yeah final like, destination I, shit? Yeah, well, no. Just like my car is going to break down uh, and I'm fucking useless. <laughs> like, you should have seen me when... My tire went out. Like these guys had to basically like help me out of cardiac arrest. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, what do I do? It's a tire. These, it's like I like I had the last one on planet Earth. That's what you would think. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nah, dude, I'd rather drive all the way. I, I don't mind driving. Shit, I did last year before doing even drift week started. We drove from Connecticut to Washington State. To deliver a car that Dimitri sold to his brother, someone in his family. Then we picked up Brian's big rig and drove from Spokane all the way to Texas, which we hit a blizzard driving to Washington. Then we hit snow, wind, and ice driving to Texas. Did FD Texas, which was probably the coldest drift event I did all year last year. It was like 32. I went and bought hand warmers. I had a winter hat. I was wearing multiple hoodies. It was freezing and miserable. It didn't snow, but it should have. It was that cold. Sounds like East Coast Splash. Yeah. (laughs) Then we went and did Drift Week. So we drove to Arizona, started there, and then drove all the way down by Orlando, and then drove back up to the Panhandle. So in that big rig, I remember always seeing the stories of you guys, but like I feel like you always had tires go out. Like every single trip. Yeah. A like lot. multiple times a trip. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say multiple a times lot. a trip. 
So from Spokane to Colorado, because we had to stop in Colorado and buy new tires and remount new ones, we went through six spare tires and bent an axle. Why do they... Is that normal? Like <laughs> No. <laughs> that was just the start of the problems we had, but that was like the tire situation. So luckily we got to Colorado and we went and saw Daniel Stuke and Casey Cole at their shop. And they let us use their tire machine to swap tires and mount new tires because we blew out two tires a mile from their shop. So we made it there with um, two, like two and a half inflated tires. And how many wheels does it have? <laughs> uh, there's six. Okay. Oh, you're fine. Keep going. Please, you got yeah. two. I mean, <laughs> luckily it was only a mile. So, yeah, that's not too bad. Taylor, those stories wouldn't have been as fun if I was there. I would be in the background having a shit fit screaming. <laughs> I could have went that route instead. I just said, fuck it. Let's go have fun. In I sat there and took pictures the entire time. <laughs> of changing so. the tire? No, the whole trip out there. Oh. Just like all the scenery and shit. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were no, I would story all the tires blowing out. <laughs> this will be funny someday. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're all saved on Instagram. Yeah. You could count one day how many total tires. <laughs> yeah, we could actually get an exact number of how many times this has happened to you. Literally. I think I even have like a tire saga folder of just <laughs> tire blowouts now. It happens so often. It happened with Thomas when me and him went to Florida. I'm like, can I just go to Florida and not have a tire blowout for once? Damn, I was going to ask you it's if you wanted never to drive. Happened. I was going to ask if you wanted to drive to Colorado, but never mind. I don't want to get any flat tires. <laughs> You're looking kind of suspect, Rob. <laughs> it's only in when we're towing something because we drove all the way back from Florida and didn't have a single issue. <laughs> it's only when we're towing vehicles. That's when we have bad luck. <laughs> Rob's just no, I don't think I haven't had a single blowout with Ed and Risa. See you at this FD, obviously, in a couple weeks, I hope. Yeah, you'll probably see me. I don't know how much I'll see of you. <laughs> I get really busy at FD. I mean, you'll see Kim and I out there with the drivers, so. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I will definitely be seeing you at the introductions. All right, Rob, before you post oh, And the autograph that's... signing, too. Before you post any any pictures that I'm in, I gotta I gotta check them out first. Yeah, don't be <laughs> willy nilly posting fat pics of us, okay? Hey, don't get my slides watching. Yo, Kim's been on like a three week starvation diet. Four <laughs> <laughs> calories a day, baby. <laughs> no Yo, anything anything I eat, I get like super bloated. So I'm probably just gonna have like a damn protein shake in the morning and call it a day. Because the second I eat something, it's just like. I don't eat when I'm at the track. Oh, I'll faint. If I don't, like, I'll get too hot and I'll be like passed out. Won't be holding an umbrella no, anymore. No, uh, the Gatorade or like electrolyte. That shit keeps you set. It <laughs> allows you not to eat. Passed out, umbrella girl. <laughs> <laughs> During like the most important part when the camera's like on me, just faints. <laughs> right in the middle of the introductions. I'd be like, sorry, she just thinks that driver's so hot, you know. <laughs> Hopefully oh, it's not too bad. Oh man, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be brutal. If today was any uh, warning of what's coming to us. <laughs> it's gonna hurt. Is it humid down there? Um, pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It was one of those like you don't want to stand directly in the sun oh, you know. Okay. It hurts. It definitely was like you needed to. You know when the air it just feels heavy to breathe sticky yeah that was this morning that was oh, yeah. it like, you're oh, like man. i don't know if it's just me or if i should go to a doctor or if it's just the air <laughs> oh yeah no i know that feeling i can't yeah. wait oh it's great i only got that feeling a couple times today was one um when i went to a u.s drift event in virginia i had it there that was like so hot that you just sweat while you were just standing in one place and you're like this is not good that's Florida. Ugh. Ugh. No. Oh, yeah. I Sorry, fly out Florida. Tuesday. 
oh, my skin just isn't built for it, you know? I don't mind. Not at all. My body's just not built for it. The humidity, the heat. Mm-mm. Although I hate the cold too, so. A nice 75 degrees. Rob, I'm cool with that. All day. Rob tans well. I've seen Rob at events. And him and Darcy get like a healthy glow. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty dark right now. Yeah. No, that's that doesn't happen for everybody, Rob. <laughs> I'm outside every weekend. And it's That's been true. hot everywhere I have been. I've had gorgeous weather everywhere. Yeah, Seattle and lot like Oregon and Washington this year was perfect. It was absolutely gorgeous. It was 80, didn't even rain. Well, the one day it rained was a tra- uh, travel day from, where were we? Medford and we were going to Park. Oh, I want to see Park so bad. Park looks so favorite track. I love it. That's one of my three favorite. Taylor made me drive it on the sim, and it was pretty cool. It's fucking hard. It is hard. It's so beautiful. It's complicated with how many uh, elevation changes there are. There's they're not big changes, but there's a lot of them. Where you literally go downhill, back uphill into a bank into like a hairpin. Which is also you're coming down out of the hairpin back into another uphill. Yeah, playing that on the sim, I was like struggle bus city. It was really hard. Yeah, <laughs> but it's definitely harder than real life. I feel like you pick it up so quickly in like real life. I like look at it and I see how green the grass is and how beautiful it is, and I'm like, damn, am I gonna get in trouble? Like if I spin off by accident, or like, how do people not just? Dirt drop. Oh, yeah, you get in trouble. Really? You get in trouble. Oh, yeah. There's I got in a little bit of trouble with what I was riding with. Uh-oh. Like, it is fun. it like if you do it once, you kind of get like a warning thing, but just like don't keep doing it type? Uh, don't be an asshole and keep going all the way through, but. Oh, yeah. Try not to do it run after run after run after run. I feel like that should be common sense, though, for any track. That's just really Yeah. Sad. Well, it was for a purpose. We were trying to do the burst pass like they do in Japan. It was part of Drift Week. Mm-hmm. So two cars, one car goes wide and the other car passes on the inside. And uh, then that car pulls in and then we were switching it going into the next turn. And yeah, the next turn it was a little bit tighter. And it's like pretty, it's not like it's a super wide track, right? No, it's a go-kart track. Yeah. So it's not very wide at all. It's just wide enough. Oh you could still stack three cars deep, maybe four in some spots. Mm-hmm. You just okay. gotta tighten up real good when you get to those narrow spots, huh? Oh yeah. You You're running door to door. You mentioned Drift Week, though. Um, did have you done all of them? No, I've done two and three, and doing four. Four How- is later this year. How did that even come about? So, two, Thomas hit me up to do that. I don't remember where the whole conversation even started, but we were just talking about going and doing fun trips and shit. And he's like, yo, I got on Drift Week. You want to go? I'm like, yeah. When? He's like, "Uh, two weeks right after FD. I'm like, all right, let me talk to Darcy and I'll call you right back. So I talked to her and then I called him back and I was like, okay. I I guess it's on then. So it was literally like two weeks before it started. What was it like? Because you just, for people that don't know what Drift Week is, you just drive around to different (laughs) tracks, right? So Drift Week 2 was completely different than Drift Week 3. Drift Week 2, we went from Arizona to Orlando, Florida in 13 days we did two track days at most tracks we did one day at two three tracks for air uh, the second one the third one was two weeks but only four tracks so we did two days everywhere but one but we went and did some toge road stuff and it was a little bit more driving and things took a lot longer but still just as fun 
So for two, literally when we did that, we went to Arizona. We started at Muscleman Honda Circuit, which was a go-kart track and moto track. That was fun. We did two days out there. We had a bunch of time so we could stop all around the place. And uh, we stopped in Roswell, New Mexico on that part of the trip to go see some aliens. Okay. Oh, yeah. Did you see any? Just all over the street. I mean, the street lights are alien heads. There's an alien holding the Baskin Robbins sign up and a UFO in the McDonald's. I forget where I was in New Mexico. Um, we had just like stopped to eat, and the whole gas station had like the two big alien uh, statues. I guess you could say. Probably close. Cool. Yeah, kind of creepy, but pretty cool. So Arizona, we then drove to Houston. Which was two days it literally took to drive there. Took forever. I think it was like 1,200 miles or something crazy. No, I don't think it was that much. Closer to 1,000. Definitely more than 500. Somewhere in there. But it took forever. Because we're doing it in race cars. I mean, Thomas's car, if you don't know, is a Miata. It's a full-blown race car. And it sucked. It's fully caged. It's got a V8 in it with a dog box and a winner's quick change. You guys are both pretty you know. tall. Oh, uh, fitting comfortably is fine. Like, I fit. It wasn't so much comfortable, but I fit in there, no problem. But was there room to, like, lay back? No. <laughs> there was no moving. Like, you were in. And that was it. Like, you had one spot you could sit and you weren't moving. And you really couldn't move anyways because the transmission tunnel was so freaking hot, you'd get burned. I melted one pair of shoes on the trip, which were brand new before the trip. That was fun. But yeah, you would just get burned if you were too close to the transmission tunnel. Oh my god. And we're driving through Arizona and Texas. Like, it was hot to begin with. You guys were just cooking. Was there air yep. conditioning? No. <laughs> Windows. <laughs> I, mean, <it's> not, but <laughs> I was trying to find like uh, air intake pipe or like some spare couplers from somebody to try and make like an air duct that I could stick out the window and zip tie into place to make some sort of air circulation into the car. It was so hot. <laughs> here's a good tip. You couldn't put the windows up. <laughs> What's that? I said, here's a good tip. Just dump cold water all over you. That's what I did today. We could have done that. It wouldn't have made a difference at that point. You would have just sweated off within a couple of seconds. Yeah. But we couldn't put the windows up because if you put the windows up, then all the uh, exhaust fumes would come into the car. Oh. And it would just turn into a sauna within like two minutes. So it'd be cold at night and Thomas is over there with his window up and a hoodie on. And I'm like, nope, this window's staying down. I'm still over here sweating in shorts. I'm good. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, it was hot. <laughs> I don't it? recommend doing it in a race car. How did you guys all. fit stuff? What's that? How did you, like, fit all your stuff? Uh, we had a trailer behind the Miata. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we had a full-size trailer with, like, I don't know, eight wheels on it, I think. It also had three gas jugs, which we used regularly. And it also had like one of those toolboxes you'd see in the back of a pickup truck. Damn, I can only we imagine. We put our someone, shit in that. Dude, someone just driving down the road who doesn't know like, you know, much about cars and just seeing a little tiny Miata pull something like that. With <laughs> a big wing and a full livery. <laughs> and if you didn't know, his livery is actually Weed Leafs. Oh, hell yeah. You guys are probably on World Star. <laughs> What's that? You guys are probably on World Star. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did do the whole drifting around the cops uh, situation or incident. What? So, funny story. I got to plug my phone in. Um, we were, I don't remember what state it was, New Mexico. And we crashed the night with Dustin Hash. And in the morning, we woke up and Thomas had a bunch of messages on Instagram. From a cop. So instantly we were like, uh, are they trying to set us up? What the fuck's the deal with this? 
Why is a cop randomly messaging us on Instagram? Coming to find out, he saw the car. He had a bunch of questions. He thought it was cool. So we went and met him. And then it turned out he was going to let us do donuts around the car. So we were like, okay, give us a couple minutes and we'll be ready. Come to find out all the people that were with us were over at a gas station. And Adam LZ and Colette were over there. So they went over and told them. So they came with. And then we followed the cops to a parking lot. Did donuts around the cop car while he was outside it and filmed. And yeah, kind of went viral on Adam's page. And the cop got in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> Damn, that's, that's absolutely insane. I feel like that's not an everyday story that people... <laughs> No, we warned him. We warned him a lot. He didn't want to listen. He thought he was going to be fine. Oh, you're like, no, you have no idea. He has quite the cult following. (laughs) I literally said to him, I'm like, you do realize this could go viral, right? Because that dude over there, he's got like 3 million followers on YouTube. And you can bet your ass it's going on YouTube. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. I'm not worried. I was like, okay. That would be... That would be great clickbait, though. I got a cop fired. Find out how. <laughs> Did he get yeah, fired? no, that didn't. Oh, yeah, the next day. Really? Oh, yeah. The next day. Damn. We woke up the next day from the next hotel to find that out. He's, like, si- he's like sitting outside with a cardboard sign already. <laughs> yeah, Thomas has it all in his videos and shit. It's pretty funny. Like, the whole scenario and everything. Because he was filming all, like, the whole thing the entire time. So he's got videos from all of Drift Week. Oh, my God. You That's think that'd, that'd be, like, a good community thing, you know? Like I, I have the photos posted on Facebook and Instagram somewhere. I wonder, where, I wonder where that guy is now. What's he doing? I think Thomas still talks to him. I was probably really pissed off at drifting. We should get him I on the podcast. His name was Louie. I know that much. Sorry, Louie. Yeah. I hope it was worth it. What'd you say, Alexis? I said we should get him on the podcast. Like, what made you decide to start doing this full time? And, like, at what point? We, we had talked about it a couple of years ago about maybe in like five years trying it. And then I was selling elevators to people for their homes and there were some issues with the company and left doing that. So at that point I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm like, it's October. You know, I got six months of unemployment. Let's see what happens and try and make this a thing going into last year. So it started real good last year with clutch kickers round one, the first one ever. Things kind of started taking off because of uh, live streaming the event. And that did better than I could have ever imagined. But that's really what started last season with traveling and saying, all right, let's actually just do it and go all in and see what happens. So I basically did that, did round two, which was right about the time the talks of COVID was starting. And then we found out that some people were possibly getting turned away at the Florida border coming down before the start of it. So we uh, went all the way down through like Alabama, all the way down from the top and uh, came in that way. No issue. Did round two, got home and everything got shut down. Well, no. I did the Lock City opener, which was no spectator and limited drivers. And then the weekend after that, everything got shut down for COVID. No, those feelings. Yeah. So luckily, I was doing a bunch of private days after that down at Club uh, English Town for a couple drivers. And then Florida just started having events. So we just kept going back to Florida. Yeah, Florida. Then, yeah. Nope. And I literally was just trying to go anywhere I could. I think I also went to Atlanta that year uh, for Catch My Drift. 
they brought me down to shoot their event. So I did that. Then I went out to Chicago for Drift Shy Town and Chris Vasco. He brought me out there to shoot his uh, big cash tournament or cash like shootout deal. Um, and then ended up doing FD with Brian and Dimitri as well as the rest of the clutch kicker season. Damn. So during COVID, even though it was like shitty, obviously, because there were not a lot of events, it kind of was that the year that like changed everything for you. COVID was my best friend. <laughs> if it wasn't for COVID and me not saying, I don't give a fuck about the virus. I'm going to travel if I want. I'm going to go where I want. And I'm going to do what I want. And Darcy being cool enough to say, go ahead, you know, go do it. I don't know if it would have been like the same type of year if it wasn't for COVID. Because not a lot of places were having events. And it was hard to go to those type of events because everyone was taking a hit financially. But I was figuring out a way to go and make some money at them to bring home money every time. Damn, you got a good wife. Yeah, very good. <laughs> really good. So, yeah, that's really what started it. The winter sucked. It was slow. Um, but I think the last event I did was right the weekend before Christmas. We went to New Orleans, which was supposed to be for end of year bash which ended up getting sent to Florida. So we went to Florida one more time. Hell yeah. That must have been nice going down there in the wintertime. <laughs> yep. I brought Darcy to that one as well. So it worked out. I owe someone uh, a favor to come down and shoot Club Loose, Texas. So I got to figure out when I'm going to make that happen as well. Oh, hey, you have a good time there. Oh, yeah. Well, I know the people. I know Danny and Holly that run it. I know you guys just met them. Okay, yep. Yeah, they were they were really freaking awesome. Oh yeah, no, they're fun, good people. I did Drift Week two with them, so they were on it. One of Holly's favorite bands is AFI, so we like immediately hit it off. <laughs> nice. There you yeah, go. I had, the, I had the best time with them down in Texas. I went from like thinking I was gonna camp the whole night and like be by myself to having like the best damn time. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to her. <clears throat> I think it was yesterday or the day before. She was somewhere for some event she was doing or something family-related. And she would, brought you guys up a little bit. And uh, I was like, yeah, I know them. <laughs> yeah, she's the best. So, Danny's awesome, too. Oh, yeah. Danny's fun. So hopefully they'll be up uh, for an event soon. They'll be here for FD New Jersey. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. And Darcy's coming down Wednesday as well because she's also working at FD. Sick. So, um, yeah, we'll both be at FD. And I start that, fuck, early Thursday morning. Thursday morning is just practice, right? Oh, yeah, practice all day. So it'll be like 8.30 till, I want to say 9, 9.30 at night. And I think that's really the only day I get, like, a real break. I think I get, like, an hour. I wouldn't even call it a break, but it's, like, an hour and a half where you get, like, 30 minutes and then an hour of the autograph signing. So that's the break for the day. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then Friday and Saturday just suck. Like, it's long, long days. Because you're out there literally for prospect qualifying and practice so that literally goes to like one or two. There's like an hour break, which isn't even an hour. And then you go right into pro practice and qualifying. And then on Saturday, you do pro spec practice and then full top 32. So if there's a lot of one more times or crashes or breaks, it just drags it out even longer. And then once that's done, you do the award ceremony, you go right into pro practice, and then pro top 32 into the night. Yeah, it's going to be I interesting. Think, yeah. Orlando, I think we finished at 11.30 at night was the end of the award ceremony. And we started at 8.30 in the morning. Damn, it's going to be a long weekend. I think that's going to be interesting in the stadium. It's going to be loud. Make sure you have your protection. 
Yeah, the one more times, I feel like they used to not bother me, but as I've gotten older, like, the one more times have become a nuisance, because I'm like, let's wrap this the fuck up, because, you know, I'm, like, old and tired, and I'm skipping One more times, uh, five-minute comp timeouts, crashes into the walls, that shit just drags. I mean, it sucks when it happens, and you hope everyone's okay, but it just makes it take forever. Nobody wants to be that person, but it definitely does happen. Well, they got Jersey will be it. interesting. They have to tow it off. It takes forever. Like those uh, commercial breaks that you watch during the YouTube. It's like, yeah, that's people just sitting on hot bleachers. Just being like, come on. <laughs> well, look at what happened in Orlando. Before the final bout, JTP blew his motor off start. And soaked down the entire track from the start. The entire figure eight all the way out of the track and dumped four quarts, quarts of uh, oil when you go to get out of the track. It's like a shame parade. You have to do a lap. Oh, he stayed in drift the entire time, spraying oil all over the place. I guess his engine was on fire and nobody could see it until he was going to exit the track. Because he knew he blew his motor. So he was driving straight out, and I guess as he was driving out, that's when the uh, Matt Sopra was looking down and saw the fire and told him to stop, and that's when they came with the fire extinguishers to put that shit out. That makes the situation so much worse, because he doesn't know, or maybe he did, yeah. I don't know, but everybody's watching him spray oil, being like, no, this is going to take forever. <laughs> it was so bad. There was so much smoke coming out of his car. You knew something was wrong, because... Frederick Osbo was on his door, and he got smoked out on his door in the pocket where there should be no smoke. Like, he was just gone. There was that much. It was pretty nuts. What are so your plans for this FD coming up? Like, how do you think the stadium's going to do it for depends everybody? Depends on what they allow for media, as far as what I'm doing. As far yeah. as drivers go, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I know it's not going to be very fun for them. It's going to be for the crowd. But I see a lot of dudes going into those walls. Like, there's going to be a lot of crashes. I was thinking lot. that too. Oh, yeah. I mean, you see it even at a gambler event now. People hit those walls. We're getting it's lucky, be... I think. I think we're all going to be out of there by 6 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what planet. <laughs> it's going to be a know. long day. It's over. Nobody won. Everybody uh, hit a wall. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think a lot of people are going to tap those walls. If not tap the walls, I mean, just the way some of the curbing is, it's going to make it real interesting. Hopefully they get through practice. They typically get like three or four laps in like a two-hour session. That's it. <laughs> Same. So I think like pros only allotted, I think 12 laps for the entire weekend, somewhere around there. And most drivers only get two to three a session because of waiting. I mean, there's 30, there was 33 pro drivers. And I think there was 34 pro spec drivers this year. Like it's full field. Well, I felt bad for everybody last year because they had to cram, like, two rounds into a weekend. And I'm not going to lie. I know how I feel after, like, two days. Oh, yeah. It was fun. Not really, but it was fun. Because we would do pro two one day. And then pro and pro. And then, like, as the season went on, we would do pro, pro two, pro. So... It was kind of like warm up for this. Damn, I am curious. So you have been to a lot of tracks, though. So what has been your favorite so far? Favorite? Uh, I've been to like more tracks than most people, so. I'll give you top three would be Pineview. Or no, not Pineview, sorry. Park. Okay. In Oregon. Uh, Chelsea's home track. Uh, second one would be Seneca in West Virginia. And third one would be Mid Pond in Alabama. Oh, I want to go to Mid Pond so bad. <laughs> I love it there. 
Ken is awesome, and that track is just beautiful. It's just like Park as far as scenery goes. Same type of vibe. It's got inclines and stuff like that. Good for like a low driver count because there's nowhere to park. So, but it is fun as hell. And then you have the pond in the middle of the track with the docks. Do you have any goals of ever going like more international than just like Canada, but maybe like Japan or even like uh, what's the one out in like it's not Ukraine, it's like James. Oh, Dean. well, there's there's RDS, so that's the Russian Drift series, and then there's also Drift Masters, which is Europe. Yeah, the one in the dome. Yeah, no, I would love to do that. There's a couple of those tracks I'd love to shoot. Um, Japan, I could see going to next year. Pretty good. I was say you've been publishing some of those magazines, right? Twice so far. Hell a couple yeah. more to come. So, I gotta work on those photos, actually. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> He's like, gotta go. What pictures were published? Like, what event were they from? Uh, so, it's been photos of, from Drift Week mm-hmm. 2 last year. That was in, in February. And then in March was photos of Dustin Hash's pickup truck, who I was supposed to do Drift Week 4 with, but his whole uh, setup wasn't finished in time, plus he got COVID. So that was out. <laughs> so then I made a post, and like within five minutes, people, six people hit me up saying that they had a seat, so I j- jumped in with Max Kimlin okay. in his Corvette. And it probably wasn't anything like your Corvette ride across the country. It was quite hot. Ours was nice. I don't think we had air conditioning, but yo, that shit was really comfortable. You went at a good time. It was good. Yeah, Yeah, you did. No, we went in October. Yeah, October. It was right in between the weather. It got shitty right after you did it, because the week after you got back is when I drove across into a blizzard. Okay. (laughs) I remember those stories, too, and being like, that fucking sucks. Because if you didn't go with Reese, I was supposed to drive back with him from FD. Good job, Taylor. That's all right. I'm so glad I went. That was so fun. <laughs> you fucking it's balls beautiful off. out there. I, we got to I go to Yellowstone, you. so that was, that was the one thing. I was like, can we just make time to go to Yellowstone? And I was bummed I couldn't. Yeah, so cool. Did you shatter cool, Rob on the podcast? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said she shattered you. She fucking took your dream. Oh, no, that's all right. I'm pissed because I didn't get a chance to shoot the Milky Way last year. Like, I had an opportunity on Drift Week. Driving down the highway, looking out the window, you could see it clearly. Um, driving through, it was either Texas or... What's the one right after Texas? New Mexico? One of those two states. It was, I think it was Texas. You could see it. And we didn't stop because we were so far behind on time getting to, where did we have to go? New Orleans. So we literally left Houston overnight. And the next morning had to be in New Orleans for 9 a.m. for the start of that event. And that was a nine-hour drive. So we left the track at 5 and drove straight through the night. Got like two hours of sleep and went right to the track. Sucks. <laughs> That's absolutely Sucked. wild. That's how Drift Week 2 was, though, because there was so much street driving you had to do. I think it was a total of, like, from Arizona to going to down by Orlando and then back up to Holt, where Clutch Kickers is, it was like 6,500 street miles we did. And that was from track to track to track. That didn't include your track time. Most people were getting anywhere from 30 to 80 laps per set of tires on the tracks we were going to. My God. People were getting hundreds and hundreds of laps. It was just so easy. There was only 40 drivers total. Damn, Alexis, we should try to do Drift Week. Do you have to be an influencer to do it? I think you girls could get on it pretty easily. Oh, we gotta show our boobs. That's all. That's what the app says. No, no problem. That doesn't happen. <laughs> Alexis, that's like, actually right. pretty frowned upon. 
They're like, I mean, you oh. go to the titty club for that. Drip, Drift Kitchen's banned now. They just sent in pictures of their boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we had to put on our application? <laughs> there you go. It's an address. Address. <laughs> <laughs> Not undress. So there's another one later this year. <laughs> Can't wait. Good. What was that, Rob? Sorry, we were being, we were being stupid. Yeah. No East Coast, yeah. I thought, I thought there was going to be one on the East Coast. Hopefully next year. Okay. Hopefully. I wonder we keep track. asking him. Well, it, that's the issue. is It's got to be like cart tracks that allow cageless tandems. Because oh. not, not all the cars are caged. <laughs> because a lot of them are street cars. I mean, that's the whole point of the trip is to street drive your drift car. No problem. Right? I'll say we've been doing that for a while. Yeah. You two got it. <laughs> so. But, yeah, a lot of people are just in, like, regular street cars. I'd have to, like, trailer my car out there. Just to drive it back. So I didn't have to drive all the way out there. And then a back. lot of people will do that. I mean, they'll trailer it to where it's where they're starting. And then street drive it from there. And then go, get back to the trailer. And then trailer it back. But, like, it's kind of hard to do it. when we, Like, Thomas, when he did it, we literally, he drove all the way to Texas uh, with his buddy Jake for FD. I met him FD and joined him there. And then me and him drove to Arizona from Texas and then came, turned around and came right back and started Drift Week. Okay. So his car was empty. And then he left it in Florida at the end because the day after the Clutch Kickers event for Drift Week, we flew to California for FD. So after FD Irwindale last season, he flew back to Florida, got his car, and then still had to street drive home into the cold and snow. <laughs> yeah, That's with wild. the trailer behind him. That's oh just in straight vacation. Why do all yep. this, Rob? It's fun. <laughs> Why not do it? It's Me an experience. I usually document it the whole time. Well, if I can get paid to do it, why not? I'm a plane gal myself. I'm all about the destination and not the journey. <laughs> uh, planes are going back to sucking. Like, I'm really dreading going to the airport on Tuesday. Yeah, I missed planes. I didn't have anywhere to go when they were probably really cool and you could have like an entire row to yourself. I missed that. There was nowhere. COVID to was amazing. You could literally show up 10 minutes before the start of boarding, get through security in about two minutes and be right at your gate, ready to go. Rob's now, like 10 would recommend COVID vacations. <laughs> for real. It was great. But then... Now, from what I hear, it's like a two to three hour wait to get through security. Ugh. And if you're like, even at three hours, people are still not getting through. I know when I was flying out of, I think it was Atlanta, I got real close to missing boarding because it took me over 40 minutes to get through just to the front of the security line in Atlanta airport. Atlanta's a crazy airport anyway. I was going to say, then you get to the end and now you got to find your gate wherever the hell it may be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take the uh, trolley or tram to wherever you got to go. Yeah. Atlanta's I took a tram for the first time in Germany, and I can tell you, I never fucking knew what it was. I felt like I was in Harry Potter. I had no idea how it was moving. I was like, is it a bus or a train? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, I love don't know. Flying. I do too. No anxiety. Tires won't blow. You might die, but you know, it's a chance you take. <laughs> I don't. Like I love getting out of a window and taking photos. I think it's so much fun flying. It's fun. You just can't imagine the worst case scenario. <laughs> Fuck it. Go out doing something fun at least. You're It'd flying. Be quick. It'd be quick. It would just be the free falling part that would be um, the worst. I think. Let's talk about death Yo, and plane crash. That'll be fun. We free-falled pretty good recently on one of the flights I was on. I forget where we were coming into, but it was during landing. It was turbulent for like the last 
20 or 30 minutes of the trip, but it banked hard left and then dropped. And <laughs> then it kept going. And like when we landed, like half the plane was sitting there clapping. I'm like, okay, that was pretty fun. I don't mind turbulence. No, dude, I don't like being not being in control. I don't like the thought of falling from the sky. Taylor <laughs> doesn't even like being a passenger. Uh uh-uh, uh, no way. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't like being the passenger. I like being the driver, unless I'm in a like a drift car. If I'm with the driver, I know. Oh yeah, I'll trust the shit out of you, Thomas. I trusted the shit out of him. We he jackknifed the Miata, well, the trailer behind the Miata when we were traveling, I think, to Arizona. We got cut off on the highway, and he had to lock up the brakes because they literally cut us off and locked up their brakes to try and get over one more lane before, like, the concrete barrier. So he went to go around them, and the trailer just went. And then next thing you know, the trailer's like this, the car's like this, and... He's swerving to get away from this car. Another car is here, so he's like maneuvering through. After that, I'm like, dude, I will sleep through whatever at this point. You're good. Because we didn't touch any cars, and we were in the middle of traffic when that shit happened. Dude, that's really We had two cars. We had a car in front watching, and we had a car behind us watching. Like, how the fuck you two pulled that off? We don't know. But impressive. Oh, my God. That's insane. That, like... I don't know. I don't know if it's, I'm picturing it right in my head, but I feel like I can picture it, and that's just really fucking scary. Neither of us were paying attention. That didn't help <laughs> when it started. So I was sitting there working on the computer because I was editing the whole time we were driving, or I was taking pictures because the camera was always turned on in my lap. And he was doing something on his phone, go figure. And literally, he looked up, saw that, and as he jerked, I looked up and was like, oh, fuck. And then just went with it. What a rude... I wasn't worried. Yeah, I wasn't worried. I was in a fully caged car, so no matter what, I was safe. <laughs> uh, That's the way I saw it. I, I panic shit every time something like that happens. <laughs> it's alright. Kim and I... I mean, you can cut this out if you want to, Kim. Um, we... <laughs> had a cop behind us for like i guess like three minutes and we were smoking a blunt and we had no idea we were so oblivious to what was going on i'm over here driving like shitting myself like oh man we're getting pulled over and then i'm like i remember looking at my rear view like did they not see the cop behind them with their lights on what are they doing (laughs) (laughs) i've done that before yeah, we were probably smoking weed seat belts off fucking dancing around singing (laughs) shit and a cop is Yeah, and then she texted and was like, did you guys see that cop right there? And we're like, what? And we're like, oh no. Because you know when you're like smoking and you go by a cop, you're kind of like, let's just be chill for a second. Like, let's just yeah. be chill. Light up a, somebody light up a cigarette. <laughs> oh yeah. Play cool. Don't yeah. turn around and look. Why are you looking? What the fuck? Yeah, you have, oh, yeah. like, everybody has protocol for that, and so, like, it's just funny, because usually me and Alexa would be like, hey, you're gonna eat it, right? Yeah, and you're gonna smoke a cigarette, right? And you're like, yeah, deal, and you high-five, and you do it. And, um... Uh, luckily, now you don't have to worry about it. Now it's just a ticket. Yeah, you're right, you're right, it is just a ticket, so, I mean... Or in some states, it's legal. New York, New Jersey, Mass, it's all legal. So put your ass in jail, too. <laughs> Yeah, some can well, hold yeah. for 30 days, too. I think uh, Virginia was... It was in Virginia or West Virginia or uh, both Virginias that um, were both like, hey, guys, on our trip to Tennessee, maybe we should be chilled or in those states because they can, like, hold you up to 30 days and give you, like, a $10,000 fine. I'm like, why are they trying to ruin my life? <laughs> so Texas is the worst. We found out going to Texas. Like, I knew Texas was really bad for weed. Really bad. Nah, but we found out that even like a joint will get you five years. Oh my god. Yeah. Like they don't fuck around. Like even the littlest amount will put you in jail. I mean, we even got the cops called on the fucking cop. How funny is that? (laughs) Oh, that's true. That's true. So while we were doing donuts around the cop car, 
he got a call over the radio saying that they just got a call of some kids driving recklessly in this parking lot behind this hotel, which was right where we were. Oh. And he radioed in and say, I'm pulling up now. I got it under control. Don't need backup. Yeah, that's part of the reason why I got fired. Damn. They're like, hey, how, what'd you Plus, do about that? And then he was like, oh, I just hung out with them. <laughs> how funny would it be, like, if come to find out that the cameras turned on on the car when he turned on the lights and everything? Because he had the lights on while we were doing it. So if the cameras were on and we were sitting there doing donuts around an unoccupied car, that would be hysterical. I know a lot of states, too, are now, you are required to um, have a body cam, too. Like, some states are really strict about it. I know Colorado enforces it, and recently New Jersey enforces that cops have to I have know it. most states have it. Yeah, so I'm wondering if he kind of screwed the pooch <laughs> on that one. Kim, you should definitely try to get him on. Yeah, I'll be I mean, like, The video going viral was enough on itself on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, my post blew up from it. LZ's post blew up from it. His video did very well. Thomas's video did very well. Because Thomas, I think, even included, like, screenshots of the whole conversation back and forth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a good one. It was a fun, fun adventure. Like, I'll never forget it. Damn, I gotta, I gotta see that video. I don't think I've seen it. What, the Drift Week movies? So Thomas had did, like, vlog style. Uh, Drift HQ put out a video, like a movie movie, which was awesome. They just released uh, Drift Week movie for Drift Week 3 as well. That one's an hour and 45 minutes. Oh, wow. Oh, like a movie movie. Yep, so it also has Victoria's footage um, oh. from Jersey. So her footage is included in the movie as well. I haven't officially met her, but she seems really freaking cool, that one. She is awesome. She's, She's awesome. Yeah. That's really my cool. travel buddy. I see her everywhere, all over the country now. It's awesome. Yeah, she's I'm really happy for her. We should do, do you know her Instagram? Because we should do a little shout out. Everyone should follow her because the movies or videos, I guess, that she makes are really it's cool. awesome. It's uh, at vital.focus. There you go. Let's see. Yeah. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to eventually get over my shyness of talking to new people and probably say hi to her. We gotta get her on here. Hey, that helped me a lot. I mean, I didn't really talk to a lot of people before it's tracks until I don't know, clutch kickers round. I was just like, <laughs> fuck it. If I'm trying to do something with this, then I need to start talking to people. The podcast oh. helps, but sometimes it's like it doesn't always translate in person because sometimes I'll pass people that we've had on and I'm like, hey, can I like, hey, like, her. yeah. <laughs> so back to the whole traveling thing, I will say even before like two years ago, Vinny Lee, he, I w traveled with him and got a taste of traveling. So that was one of like the first times I was like, all right, maybe we could do something real with this. And that's what really got me started thinking. I think I did it one to Hyperfest the year before that with Brian, the first time he ever competed. And then also I did one year or one event at FD that year as well. So FD's been like four years, but the first two were just one event each year. What advice would you give to someone that wants to like start doing what you do and like doing it full time? Just do it. Just Don't do it. think about it. If you're serious, do it. Travel. Probably that's the only way to get better. Networking is probably important, but that's probably easy as a photographer because you put out pictures of drivers and they're reposting and they're following you because they want to see more of your work, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's one way of doing it. I mean, the biggest one is really just traveling, like, I don't know about a lot of people, but I get bored shooting the same tracks over and over and over. Like, I did the Northeast tracks probably 90 times between the six or seven of them that there are in three years. So it was a lot of, like, shooting all over the place. Don't get me wrong, I still love shooting at them, but 
I like being able to go out and get a change of pace and then just coming home and going to like that one cool event or like just popping up out of nowhere like, oh, I'm home this weekend. Yeah. I'm going to come to this event. You need a change of scenery, especially you're a photographer. I mean, you don't want to be shooting the same thing every time. If you really want to make it happen, just go out and do it. Oh, yeah. Don't know to make it happen. How's Taylor going to follow up now with her Whitmore Weekly Wisdom? Yeah, damn, I don't know. T-Dog, that's um... um... So, you know how goldfish only grow as big as their tanks are? Uh, we are kind of the same way. If our environment isn't growing... If, if our environment isn't allowing us to grow, then we're not going to grow very big. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know how many people uh, actually see what you two are... You three are doing, sorry. Three. How much you three girls are doing. You guys are out there killing it. They do all that work. I just... My department is podcast, and that's all I can handle. And thanks. But the podcast is still doing pretty damn well. Yeah, it it is. It's really good. Oh, and I I get to design the posters. That's right. So, I I work on board payroll. We got to get Kim on there doing our social media, because she, like, kills it with all her podcast posts and stuff I'm like we should just give her the damn password <laughs> give me the damn password <laughs> there you go yeah what is your right. what is your instagram so people can follow you and see see where you're going it is at rob goodwin photos all one word sick straight to the point i like it yeah <laughs> simple enough facebook's robert goodwin photography all right well yeah, thank you rob for coming on doing this with us thank you for having me ladies hey guys i want to take a minute to introduce you to our podcast sponsor swivel mount swivel mount is a camera mount that swivels it's made specifically for drifting why waste time bothering track workers to set up your gopro mount you can have one you don't have to worry about you can place it on or off any car in seconds making it easy to get great footage Swivel mount uses magnets to stay on your vehicle. Your GoPro won't fall off into the guy or girl tandeming behind you. I know for me, personally, I like seeing how I progress over the events. Getting a chance to see the swivel mount footage is a way to study all of my runs. Swivel mount helps capture sick footage, and you can get a custom colored flag to match your whole aesthetic. Go to www.theswivelmount.com and use code DK10 to get 10% off anything on their website. Thank you guys again for tuning in and listening to us ramble. Definitely check out the next episode. Appreciate all your support. Don't forget to follow Drift Kitchen on Instagram and to check out their big cartel site and pick up some merch. Thanks again, guys.